Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Margot Dragon, and this is the White Spire Podcast. I practice traditional Chinese medicine and hypnosis here in Concord, North Carolina. And I wanted to talk to you today briefly about uh, the coronavirus and going into flu season and what it means from a Chinese medical standpoint. In Chinese traditional um, metaphysics, part of that is astrology, and we are in the year of the rat, and this is a metal rat. And the metal rat um, is bound by two elements. One is the metal itself, which is interconnected with the lung and the large intestine in Chinese medicine. And the rat itself is interconnected with cold and water. So when we have seasons or years like this, these types of viruses or diseases pop up. You know, we don't understand a lot of it, but nature totally understands what's going on. And so these elements are playing a big part of going into the fall season, which is also metal, which is lung and large intestines. So that's why we get the colds, the flus, the bronchitis, and things like that. And why we should be more concerned going into this season, especially with the coronavirus on top, is because, as you know or don't know, These flus are coming from the animal kingdom. So we have bird flu and swine flu. But what happens when we deal with um, human medicine, we have a tendency to change the names of things as they mutate, which sometimes is a good thing or a bad thing. But it's almost like we are disassociating from the disease itself. And so when we disassociate from it, then we stop to realize that, oh, we don't know where this came from when the actuality is it comes from the animals. And many of these animals carry these viruses. Just here alone in North Carolina this year, um, we did have um, animals that were slaughtered because they were containing these flus. Um, And that was the same thing that happened in South Carolina with the poultry industry. And if we look on the internet and we look up poultry and we look up flus, these uh, things will start popping up. And it's known through the poultry industry that these animals are killed if there's an outbreak of flu. So they don't make it to slaughter. But what if the animal makes it to slaughter and it's got flu? So what does that mean to us as far as eating these products? And how does it affect the swine flu, the bird flu, and the coronavirus altogether? And so that's what I wanted to talk about is how this happens So when we have animals that are kept in stressful conditions and they're transported to the slaughterhouses, what happens is they might have 
some symptoms, maybe little bit cold or flu or something. But when they get transported, they're under a lot of stress. And anybody that knows when you're under a lot of stress, you get sick, right? Well, it's the same thing for the animals as well. And so when these animals are transported, they get sick and they get their flus. And what happens if they have coronavirus in their system as well? Well, that's a good question. So what happens is, I want you to think about it this way. A lot of us, when we were little kids, we had the chicken pox, right? And so we have the chicken pox and we go through it, but our bodies still hold the virus. And what happens is, as we get older and we're under stress, we get the shingles. So think of it this way. Think of the coronavirus as the chicken pox for animals. So these animals are going along and they're doing their thing and then they get in these transport trucks and they get shipped. Well, this is so unnatural to the animals that they start to increase their stress level. And when they do that, they can't keep their immune system in check. And so the immune system gets weaker and weaker. And what happens? The flu pops up. And so then they get the flu. And if they have the flu and their immune system is compromised, guess what pops up? Coronavirus. Now they know that there are some studies that are out of Brazil and out of China that there were animals, um, especially poultry, Um, that had the coronavirus. And the interesting thing about this coronavirus is that the meat was refrigerated or frozen and up to 21 days, the virus was still active. So we have to think about this very carefully when we go into flu season. If we're under a lot of stress, such as you know, the holidays are coming up and we have to go shopping and a lot of us are under a lot of stress on top of the coronavirus and we don't need anything weakening our immune system. So what does that mean to us? How can we keep our immune system in check and keep our immune system strong? Well, eating healthy is really crucial right now. And if these animals are carrying viruses and bacteria that we can't even kill if we cook it, then we should start thinking about healthier alternatives. Maybe adding, uh, instead of chicken noodle soup, we have chickpea noodle soup. Or if we have chicken pot pie, we can have chickpea pot pie or um, fake chicken meat or fake beef or fake fish that are out there that are plant-based that are going to be much, much healthier for us that we won't increase our risk of diseases, not only the viruses, but of autoimmune diseases and cancers. So overall, it's going to be a healthy alternative for all of us. And these are things that we can do for ourselves. And these are things that we can do proactively. So we don't have to be the victim in this whole thing. And you have to start thinking about, you know, what can I do every day to make myself healthier and take responsibility for my health? 
because nothing in the television is going to save your life. And nobody out of that box is going to save your life. So the hour, two hours, three hours you spend watching television, I would go in the kitchen and start creating. Creating whatever you want, but creating something that you know is going to be healthy for you and your family. I mean, the average medical bill, us, you know, we can't afford these things. So how do we go ahead and provide health care at a reasonable cost for ourselves? And the answer is in the kitchen. That's the cheapest form of health care that's going to drop your health care bill. And we can't rely on a government to do it or a neighbor to do it or a spouse to do it. We have to want these things for ourselves. And I think we're worth it. And I think it's worth the effort. And once you start cooking and you get better things in your pantries and you have better ingredients, you're going to feel better and you're want, you're going to want to cook for yourself. Because you know what? That's the most loving thing that you can do for yourself. Don't walk away from yourself. Stay within the realms of your own control and allow yourself to heal from these things. Food is very, very powerful. I've seen reversals of cancer with people changing their diet. I've seen reversals of heart blockages and allergies, and headaches, and diabetes type 2. These things are available to you, but you have to want to do it yourself. There's nobody out there that's going to rescue you, but you have everything you need within you to go ahead and rescue yourself because you know what? You're the one who knows you the best, and you're the one who's going to spend the rest of your life with. So be your best friend. Be loving to yourself and kind to yourself every day. And find the gratitude of each and every day of the wonderful blessings that are around you. Never take them for granted. And let the people know that you care about. Let them know how you feel. Because you don't have anything to lose. You have everything to gain. Thank you for listening today, and I hope you like this podcast. And if you do, please share it. I appreciate it. And stay well and be healthy. Thank you.